and the clock has started. And welcome to that Pixel Life. This is episode 152, recording August 1st, 2021. My name is Zach Anderson, and this week we are discussing some Halo updates, uh, some news regarding Annapurna and their little showcase, more Picross. Shannon knows what's up with that. And uh, we've got some cool updates as well to discuss. So, to do that. I have with me, as always, Mr. Shannon Big Red Moore. I, I, I'm struggling to figure out what the nickname is this week, but... Um, the, the Big uh, Red Card uh, Sleeves. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, your Big Red Card Sleeves. Okay, okay. I get it now. Yeah, the ones that I gave away. The ones that <laughs> I gave away. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... We got some Juicy Fruit ones now, or your Double Mint? Like, what, what you got? <laughs> yeah. No, I got the fruit stripe. I got fruit stripe and the bazooka and the um, what was it? Yeah, bazooka Joe. No. We need to find some big league chew ones. Oh hell yes, please. If you can Man, find them, I'll rock them. Big league chew, like twenty seconds of glory, and then just ass. <laughs> but like that first twenty seconds, man. Glorious. That's why you got to put like a softball size wad in your mouth, like so we could barely chew it, so you could just like suck up all the sugar from that whole pack. So the thing I used to do as a kid is I would get like the decent sized wad, but then hold out like strands at a time to pop in to like re put the flavor back. Mm. It was like, that's how I did it. Smart. Uh, I fucking love Big League Chew. I love that gum. It was, it was great. Uh, anyway, also joining us this week back in Arizona, the long drive, the highway is behind him. Mr. Justin got to catch them all. Carter. Yep, we're back in Arizona. It's actually been a little rainy and stuff here, so it's like more humid than it has been. But yep. it's like monsoon season. You yep. seem a, you seem a little low energy today, Justin. Is it just that you're back in Arizona away from your two boys, or like you know the fact that your vacation's over? Like what's up? <laughs> yeah, the fact that I have to go back to work tomorrow after being gone for two weeks. <laughs> Ain't that the worst? Like you're just gonna, you know, yeah. you're just gonna log into that email and you're gonna have like 400 things that you have to deal with. Dude, probably more than that. Yeah, the first two hours of my day tomorrow is just gonna be going through my email and trying to figure out what went wrong while I was gone. <laughs> <laughs> and and muttering under your breath, there has to be a better way. There just has to be a better way. The whole Not time. Not like this. Not like this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> no, it's fun. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, everyone have a good week. Do anything crazy, exciting, nothing? Um, well, it was abject chaos at my girlfriend's house for, like, the last, like, week because um, she had friends come in from out of state. And mm. then her father came in from out of state. And then uh, her mom and stepdad have been living here, like, for the summer. So it was kind of chaotic. There was a lot of a mm. lot of plates spinning. Uh, and then it was my uh, my nephew's fifth birthday yesterday. So, you know, that kind of kicked that, that kind of the ended the week. So gotcha. It's been busy. 
was a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, my job is, uh, you know, coming along just fine. We were kind of under the gun there. But, uh, you know, last week was a, a crazy week at work. But uh, it got, it, everything got caught up. And, uh, yeah, we're uh, we're good to go now. You're, so, you're in line for inspection? Yeah, getting there. Like uh-huh. the cab interior people got to come in and then we got to just uh, adjust and then we're good for inspection. Uh, this is my favorite part of the show every week where me and Justin pretend we know elevator mechanic work. It's like, yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. you know, you, yeah, you, that, you, you were like, yeah, those cab installers. Ready? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, see, I can I, I can I can bullshit enough, but then you get like 30 seconds in. And I'm like, well, that's it. That's all I got. Like, <laughs> I mean, I do have a pretty good elevator story. Oh, yeah. All yeah. Right. Well, while we were on vacation at um, when we were staying at the Fairmont for Disneyland, uh, we were on the seventh floor. And the one day when we went to go, I think we were going down to the lobby or whatever. Uh, some kids, we were already in the elevators, were going down, and I guess they were getting off on the fifth floor. And as soon as you got in, I saw all the buttons were pressed. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, uh, so we went down two floors. They got off. And then every stop, we were just like, ding. And then, like, another family joined us. So we had to just sit there as the door opened. And then you see the dad sigh and hits the closed doors button. We go down to <laughs> next level. And Megan's, like, sitting there. We're like, ah. And it was one of those things where I was laughing the entire time because as mad as I wanted to be, I'm just like, God damn, that's so good. Like, that's something that I would have done at that age. So it's like, I can't even be mad because I would do that shit in Vegas. Like, we'd be on the 16th floor and I'd just hit all the buttons and get out. That's when you get into, like, some elevator roulette where, like, you just hold up two middle fingers to the front of the elevator cab. And when the doors open, if there's somebody there, you just pay the price for... (laughs) Yeah, someone goes to get on the elevator and they go to push the button and see they're all pushed and they're all just catch the next one, man, and get it out. I I have done that, actually, before when, when, like, in Vegas, gotten in an elevator and seen every button lit up and just be like, nope, and walk right back out. Like You might have been in the same hotel as me then. But that's the one thing I don't get, right? Because like our company, we have a built-in feature in our in the software where it's called anti-nuisance. So if somebody does that, it's it basically drops all the calls and then you just put in the one that you want. So it just kind of baffles me that like in Vegas, the busiest place where that's probably going to happen the most frequently, like they don't have that feature in any of their elevators. I mean, granted, this was like 10 years ago, so maybe Mm -hmm. things have updated or changed since then. But Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, I was gonna, I was gonna ask if you had like the elevator mechanic cheat code that you could like up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, that bitch, and you know, <laughs> not, Shannon, not in there, no. Shannon holds the nine button down and then just pushes one, two, three, four, and <laughs> like all of a sudden he has like master access. <laughs> no, I got keys for that. Yeah, he's. It, it's one of those like checkout day on Sunday when every floor is like jam-packed full of people trying to leave the hotel and Shannon's on the top floor just like yep fuck all you guys boop going right to the floor <laughs> click ah. inspection key in everybody else is dumb thank you yep. Shannon opens a little door on the roof and it's like Bruce Willis like crawling up the ropes <laughs> and so aren't, aren't those closed from the out or locked from the outside Shannon like yes aren't are. all the movies wrong like you yes can't open they are that you cannot op- you cannot open one of the escape hatches inside the car from in, yeah, from inside. You have to basically have somebody on the outside that will open it up for you. Damn, you know Hollywood's have, coming after us. Have you <laughs> have you ever had to extract someone, Shannon? Like, Not were you ever me. called in? Were you ever called in by the fire department or anything to like assist getting someone out? 
No, the fire department loves using the jaws of life. So usually you get there after the fire department's been mm. there and your car doors are just all jacked and you're just like, dude, this is now you got to call the repair department to have them come out and like you got to order some new doors and the elevators out for like, you know, a month. You're like, I, I understand you had a lot of fun using your toys, <laughs> but you could have just called me and I would have opened it. Like without mm-hmm. causing mm-hmm. massive damage. Like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know where all the releases are, guys. Like, <laughs> come on. Yeah, just give me like twenty minutes to troubleshoot this, guys. I'm pretty sure I can save everybody thousands of dollars worth of damage. I, but then you won't get to use your toys. Yes, I mean, exactly. That's that's a that's a big deal. I there's only so many times a year you get to use the toys. <laughs> I mean, there's so many, there's only so many times you get to use them on actual like elevator doors. I mean, they're probably just cutting up cars left and right just because the car is going to be totaled anyway. But you know, right. Shannon's like sending his assistant to the store. He's like, bro, get me four tubes of KY and some left-handed scissors. And about 20 minutes, we'll get this elevator open. <laughs> or we're going to have a damn fun time trying. One of the two. Pretty much. Like, I'll just pick the door from, like, one floor up, get on the car top, and either I'm going to run it down uh, from car top inspection or, you know, we'll f- we'll figure a way to get you out. Uh, you can cowboy ride that shit all the way to the ground? Nice. No, I'm not going to do fun. that. That's crazy. I'll do one floor up. That's about <laughs> it. I'm not going to do any more of it. He's like, no, nah, that's just that's insane. What's wrong with you? Like, <laughs> I mean, idiot. the old school people used to do that shit all the time, but, like, I'm not. No, I'm out. I'm not doing that. You're like, I like my limbs where they are so yeah and it's like this is a young man's game <laughs> yeah you I've hear my fat using... ass like try to get over on those ropes <laughs> like i have no interest using these cables as a tourniquet because i just lost my left arm like shit. Um, has like a megaphone and he's yelling to the people inside he's like we're working on getting you out as he's playing call of duty on his phone (laughs) (laughs) no i was gonna say you know there was like one time in my apprenticeship where like there was somebody stuck in the car like there was like a bank of three and i was working on the one on the far right and in the middle they were like the i could see the elevator broke down and i could hear the lady inside and she was like can you please get me out and i was like yeah don't worry we'll work on it i called my mechanic and he's like yeah he's like you know don't worry i'll be up in the machine room let me know when the elevator is at the floor that you're working on and then you can get out and you can, you know, be the hero. And I was like, oh, great. That's very nice of you. Thank you. Uh, and so, like, he gets the thing, he gets the elevator to the floor, the doors open, like, he puts it out of service. And I'm like, hey, ma'am, are you okay? Like, thinking that she would be pretty happy. No, mm-hmm. dude, she was like a jackal. She came flying out of that car so fast. And she was just, she read me the right act about, like, how she was really unimpressed with our elevators and how they suck. And I was like, we haven't even touched that one yet. <laughs> you know? They're like, funny enough, they do suck. That's why I'm here to fix them. But, um, <laughs> Uh, duly noted thank you uh well i'll tell you claustrophobia is no joke people people become fucking animals when you tell them hey you're trapped in a box you know like Mm -hmm. yeah as i'm as i'm sure you are well versed in by now so uh so thank you for joining elevator talk it's our new (laughs) fat pixel life offshoot it's uh we're we're interested to see what numbers it gets um you know, join, cut, write in, give us, give us your feedback on your elevator experiences. Uh, we're, we're dying to hear them. <laughs> I'll read the emails every week. I promise. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, Hey, how about we talk about another thing that has elevators in it? Halo. Halo had its beta and, 
you know, I've been very skeptical of Halo Infinite, as anyone that has listened to this show uh, is well aware of. And I watched a bunch of streams of Halo Infinite since the beta launched with uh, a lot of trepidation because, guys, I'm scared. They they need to they need to get Halo right. Like Halo needs to be good. And um, it, it granted, it's just a multiplayer beta. Like it's just it was all multiplayer. But it looks fucking fantastic. Like it looks really good. I mean, the the frenetic type gameplay reminded me a lot of like Halo Two uh, multiplayer, um, especially since the modes they had were pretty limited in in the beta. Um, they're they're promising a lot more modes than what were shown. But uh, graphically and stuff, I mean, it was really impressive. Uh, did, did either one of you catch any streams of it? No, I stayed away from it. Um, you know, just I mean, I wanted to get in on the uh the trial of it. Um, mm-hmm. but then I realized that, you know, there probably wasn't going to be any time for me to play cuz you have to play it like a lot of hours. Um, yeah. so I kind of was just you know, I heard the first initial run was going to be just kind of there wasn't going to be any PVP. It was going to be more like PVE in the multiplayer. Like it was basically just going to be testing out the AI and the bots to see if it was going to be, um, you know, have the right balance. I think they were going to tweak that. So yeah. I was just kind of like, well, until until it gets to the PVP section, like I'm, I think I'm just going to chill and let them do their development, let them, you know, get all their testing out of the way. But I'm mm. glad to hear that things are going well. And, you know, a couple of reviews I read and, like, Destructoid uh, that Justin linked to you, their review of it, uh, seem seem to all say the same thing, which is playing it feels like a mix of all of the Halos, which is something that I, I like to hear. You know, it, 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 I'd be really disappointed if it was like, oh, it's just the Halo 2 multiplayer style or it's only the Halo 5 multiplayer style. Because each Halo had a very kind of distinct vibe to its multiplayer and it'd be really cool if they could just kind of rotate modes or, or you know, loadouts or things like that to, to kind of accentuate those. But I also am down for just a, a good mishmash of all of it. Like, throw it all in a blender and let's go. Um, I, I, I've i got a little hope. I've got a little hope, you guys, when it comes I, to Halo. I have a question for you since you actually yeah. watched some of the footage. Um, mm-hmm. Did it seem like the targets were spongy, like bullet spongy? Yeah, but that's, I mean, it's a multiplayer game. Like, you know, there's things, there's a lot of, like, things where you're like, that should be a one-shot kill type stuff. But it's, you know, it's it's Halo. Like, it's going to be what it is. Um, I didn't, it didn't seem obnoxiously so. Like, it, it wasn't, it didn't come across, like, out of character. If you're familiar with Halo multiplayer, it seemed like the right amount of bullets, you know, or shots per the weapons would kill people, right? Um, so it wasn't anything like that where, where it just seemed like obnoxious to that point. Mm-hmm. But the thing that really kind of captured the thing that I came away watching it was the flow of the level. I mean, there was really just one main map that was like a tri-level map that they had open. But when you're moving through it, it, it moves smooth. Like it looks good. <laughs> the people stand out in the map really well. Um, I didn't notice, granted it's watching streams, but I didn't notice a ton of like tearing or bugs and things of that nature. And it, it looks like they've spent a lot of time on it. And, and I think it needs to 
it needs to look better when it launches. Like, I think it needs to be even better when it launches to justify the year off that they've taken. But I've, I'm coming out of this weekend feeling much, much improved about the product. Justin, does this convince you at all to play any Halo with me when it launches? Uh, I mean, if since it's going to be on... Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be on Game Pass, you know, I would do for one of our Friday night things. I'd do multiplayer, even though I'm going to get my shit kicked in, but... yeah. Well, I'm hoping I'm hoping they have some when when multiplayer finally goes live uh, in November that it's going to be some sort of like, you know, team based stuff like we can get like some Apex type modes in there or something. That would be rad. Uh, you can do like some squad based stuff. I think that would be cool. But, I mean, it's no second extinction, but <laughs> oh, oh, what is really? exactly. God, that game. <laughs> I still get mad when I think about that. <laughs> uh, so it's not on our outline, but I just saw at the bottom of this uh, Halo Infinite review that they delayed Forbidden West to 2022, uh, the New Horizon game. And that one was funny because when it that news came out, I want to say Thursday was when that hit Twitter. I w- my first thought was like, wasn't that already a 2022 game? Like that that's a delay. Did it get pushed further back into 2022? And apparently, no, like it was still on schedule for 2021. And did anyone think that game was coming out this year? I, I didn't. I mean, guys, it's August. Like we we would have heard when that game is dropping by now, you know. Uh, so just a quick aside, but I thought that was funny. Um, so another news piece that we should discuss was Annapurna had a showcase this week kind of talking about a bunch of stuff coming out. Uh, and the one big thing, I, I mean, the the one big thing I'm going to talk about, Justin, isn't neon white. I'm sorry. I know that's your game. That's your jam. But uh, kind of out of nowhere, I did not see this coming, but my game of the year in 2019 was Outer Wilds and it is getting an expansion called Echoes of the Eye and it comes out September 28th and I am fucking hyped you guys <laughs> like I am on board give me more Outer Wilds it made me want to go replay the first one cuz I loved it so much and uh if it's even close we're right back into the game of the year conversation like okay, if so it's even close. So forgive me. There's Outer Wilds and Outer Worlds, and yes, one of them is a first-person shooter that seems fun, and the other one is like a discovery survival game that seems boring as hell. So which one is this? Oof. <laughs> Dude, that was a shitty take. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a real shitty take. But what's interesting <laughs> is the first-person shooter that seems fun, which is Outer Worlds, is actually boring as hell. Mm-hmm. And the exploration game that seems boring as hell, which is Outer Wilds, is actually super fun. Hmm. So I understand how you could go wrong with the pre- <laughs> way these games are presented, but if you actually played them, Outer Wilds fucking rules. Like okay. it. So the whole premise with Outer Wilds, if no, if you haven't played it, I'm like Shannon, you never played it. So let me walk you through it real quick. Is you're basically part of a uh, uh, alien race that it's like junkyard spaceships is what they put together. 
together and uh, you're you're getting a pilot or you become a pilot your first day as a pilot you a big uh, it's like supernova happens in the sky and then you go and fly around and you're trying to piece together what you're doing where you're going who you're talking to and then the world resets in 28 minutes and you have no idea why and it oh and if you die like it by the way it's super easy to crash your your spaceships when you're learning how to like land and take off and stuff if you happen to kill yourself or if you're like me and i was playing the game and managed to just walk off a cliff and not realize it <laughs> and kill myself um you pop back like like 28 minutes happened and you're back you know and it's uh, and so now you have the mystery of like what is happening, why is time in a loop, what is going on, and eventually you will make enough strides in those 28 minutes to beat the game. If you know exactly what you're doing, you can beat the game within the first 28 minutes, as long as you know exactly where to go. And it's it's a game where every every loop gives you another piece of the puzzle, and every piece of the puzzle is awesome and and leads to you know it gives you a, a sense of the bigger thing and the ending of that game is one of the best written endings i have played in a long time like it is one of those things where the ending of the outer wilds is something you think about for a while like it is it is really good and telling me i get another story in that universe i am super on board for like i am fucking hyped like so your original p- playthrough had like a, uh, there was no cliffhanger ending. It was kind of buttoned not, up nicely. Yeah, not really. It's it, the way it ends. It kind of ends and you're like, oh, all right. So I'm guessing that this is going to be like a side story within that universe. I, I, I would be fascinated to see how you'd create a sequel or how they would go off of it with those characters so I'm I'm guessing it's probably going to have to be there. There it was a very limited trailer. You don't see much of anything. Uh, there's more banjos in space, you guys, and uh, <laughs> and I'm here for it. So yeah, yeah, we'll fall, we'll all find out in about six weeks, apparently, or eight, seven weeks. So yeah. uh, I'm hyped, and that was like kept under wraps. Like I hadn't heard whisper one. Of a Outer Wilds expansion, but uh, now that I've gotten my my hype out of the way, Justin, please tell us about Neon White. Yeah, so they showed some gameplay from a couple games that we saw at different like directs and stuff from like E3 and Nintendo directs. One of being Neon White, which I'm incredibly excited for. It's made by the same person who made uh, Donut County which is like a little puzzle game or whatever where sync stuff. But this one is the one with the anime art style and your angels in heaven killing demons and it's deck building and they showed some new gameplay of it. And it looks really cool because it's card based. So I obviously love it already, but it's like each level is like a pre-designed sort of like just you're trying to get from beginning to end and you acquire cards along the way and like you have like gun cards so you can use them as guns or you can discard the card and every card has like a discard ability or something like one of them was the fireball which was like the shotgun thing 
and you can use it as a shotgun, or if you discard the card, you yourself rocket like a fireball, like through enemies and stuff. So when they were showing it off, there's a lot of really cool like movement tech and stuff. If you know what you're doing, um, you can play your cards right to get through the level like easier and kind of do combos and stuff. I, so. I like that playing your cards right is actually not just a metaphorical saying in this context. Yeah. You need to play your yeah. cards right. Yeah, and what it sounds like, too, is, you know, the better you play through the levels, it's kind of like, almost like Pokemon Snap, it seems, where it's like playing through and doing stuff. You kind of level up and get access to new stuff you didn't have before, so then you can go back. There's a reason to go back through the same levels again, because now you can do new strats or have new weapons, whatever, that you can, like, get a better time and stuff. Mm -hmm. And there's, like, a scoreboard and there's probably alternate paths and stuff that you can take once you unlock more abilities, which seems really cool. And one of the other ones they showed, which I honestly wasn't super interested in it originally. Like, it seemed kind of cool, but they showed more gameplay for it, and it looks fucking adorable as Stray, which is the one where he plays yeah. a cat. And the yeah, that world... Was, that, was the one that, that was the one that was on the PlayStation uh, 5, like, their sizzle reel, right? When they yeah. first announced the PlayStation 5 lineup. Yeah. Yeah, so they showed more actual gameplay for this as playing as the cat, and it looks... One, it just looks gorgeous, and two, it just looks like an incredibly like fun and kind of like charming, kind of cyberpunkish world where there's like you know people, but they're like robots, kind of with like TV heads and stuff, and you kind of play as this cat and walk around and kind of interact with the world and try to like solve kind of like little puzzles and stuff. It looks really cool. Yeah, I, I think Stray definitely jumped out as a game that. I'm very interested in playing. Um, and then the the other one I, I keep coming back to, and maybe it's just me, like I, something about the art style for Solar Ash uh, really talks to me. That like super high speed moving through a level and like that art style of like kind of semi, I don't know, neorealism about the whole thing. It just talks to me. Like every time I see it in motion, I'm like, man, this game looks fucking amazing. Like this looks really fun. So and Annapurna just killing it. Like they've been making amazing games for a while. I mean, and, and they've, they have gotten some, uh, some, some good cred in the last couple of years from me. So I'm, I'm willing to give them collateral when it comes to some of these games. And what's cool, too, is they also said, so two games are actually coming to Game Pass 2 that have already been out. One is Telling Lies, which is the sequel to Her Story, mm -hmm. is coming to Game Pass. And then Gorgoa is also coming to Game Pass, which is one that I played. And it's a puzzle sort of game. It's really short, but the art's gorgeous, and it's pretty clever in how you do certain things. I, I think, I think Gorgoa is fantastic. Yeah, like it, it is really cool. And and just the me mechanically, it's super cool. The the thing telling lies was just not as good as her story. It just wasn't. And it really kind of bummed me out, like because her story was one of those things that blew my mind when I first played it. And telling lies was a lot more of it. And I appreciated it. But the like the story just wasn't as good that you're trying to figure out, you know, and all that. But it's still worth the experience, but if you can get her story instead, I would recommend that one because that's that's the game, man. Her story is so fantastic. Did you play any of those, Shannon? 
Uh, no. All right. Well, you should check out her story. Her story is good. Yeah. Um. Oh, and you should check out uh, uh what remains of Edith Finch because it's coming to the iOS store on on the sixteenth. Oh yeah, I heard. I saw something about that. Yeah, and I know we were talking about that a few episodes ago. So. Mm-hmm. And uh, and you know what else you should get, Shannon? So you can be like me. Is you should get that Picross S Sega edition. Coming to the Switch. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh, I'm still working my way through Picross 6. Uh, and I saw mm. that on the game store. And I was like, you sons of bitches. Yeah. <laughs> it looks so good. The Genesis and Master System editions. 480 puzzles across all of these classic modes and games. 59 Sega franchises. I... I I told the guys before uh, before we went live, it has been purchased already. It comes out on Thursday. I gave them the $10 and said, yes, please. Can I have more? Thank you. So I am very, very hyped for that. Game of the year inbound. Pick Cross S Sega Edition. <laughs> hey, you laughed. Konami Pixel Puzzle made my game of the year list. You remember that? I'm, dude, I'm telling you, this year's game list for you is shaping up to be Power Wash Simulator, uh-huh. Ratchet and Clank, and Picross. Uh-huh. <laughs> and Loop Hero. <sighs> I can tell you right now, I Loop Hero is going to be on there, too. You're probably right on three of the four of those. <laughs> I'm not sure which one is wrong, but you're probably right on three of the four of those. Uh <laughs> Guys, this has been a really weird year for games. Mm-hmm. Like, this has been like a super weird year for the games that have grabbed me. Because, like, there's been the ones that I totally thought would. The Ratchet and Clank, Resident Evil 8, or Village, whatever we're going to call it. Like, sure, those. But then, yeah, there's like Power Washer Simulator and Pokemon Snap and loop hero which fucking from the top rope i never saw coming and next thing i know i couldn't stop playing it you know it's like it's just super weird but i'm kind of into it i kind of like it um i mean i'm i'm hoping halo infinite gets on that list and like forza horizon 5 is on that list uh but you know like there's been the the maquettes of the world also an annapurna joint uh maquette from the ps5 was really good um, but yeah, can I get bug snacks back on that game of the year list? Cause that game's still crazy and I still like that. Uh, we should totally have a category Shannon of like 2020 or 2020s, 2021 game of the year or something like that. <laughs> bug snacks. Will be on there for Shannon. <laughs> yeah. Just so I can, just so I can get bug snacks back in there. <laughs> I mean, like I don't that. see uh, why we can. I mean, I kind of did that last year. Right. So we'll just make it Shannon's like yeah. wish list game of. The the Shannon Moore uh, Pokemon Sword Memorial Award <laughs> or something like that. Sure, let's do it. Uh, speaking, though, of Pokemon Snap, uh, I was not aware until we were recording this episode that on August 3rd, in two days, free content update is coming to Pokemon Snap. And uh, there's a trailer out that you can watch. So they're going to add... Uh, some more Pokemans. There's a whole new region to go to. And apparently like a little bit of a story that they're adding to this uh, content update. So pretty neat. 
I'm kind of not going to argue with any of it because I wasn't expecting anything. Like, I enjoyed the package as it was. I saw where they, like, it was DLC was possible for this if they wanted to just keep adding, like, regions and lands and stuff like that. But now they're just giving us a free update that's got some good stuff. Um, no, no word on if they're actually making good photos count as good photos in this game anymore. <laughs> But uh, I, I will find out on the third. Justin, are you, are you jumping back into the snap? You know, I'm going to have to. Like, I still need to finish what currently exists, but the fact that they're doing more updates for it and stuff. And I watched the trailer and, like, a lot of the new areas and stuff they showed look really cool. Like, the little, like, waterfall, like, water slide looking area and stuff. So I'm happy that we're getting more content for uh this game it's always fun when nintendo decides to do like free updates and stuff for their titles by the way the part in the trailer where the pidgeot swoops in and snags the magic mm-hmm. that's how you get a four-star magic photo just in case you're curious <laughs> this is where magic dies four stars mm-hmm. four stars <laughs> what would would watch murder again? Yes. <laughs> but uh, Shannon, you you in? You doing some snapping? I mean, I haven't played Pokemon Snap in a while because um, I've been playing uh, Monster Hunter Stories too. Um, but yeah, I mean, I go back mm-hmm. into it and and play it again. I mean, the cool. game's fun. I don't know what it is about my son playing the game, like, but he always gets the four-star photos, and it's like he's not even trying. He's just like taking pictures or whatever, and I'm just like, dude, what the fuck? But, you know. <laughs> and Shannon's <laughs> picture's like an apple on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> dude, like, I'm sitting here, like, I've I've taken photography classes. I, I have, like, you know, photography is a passion of mine that I do like to pursue in my spare time. Uh, so, you know, it really does hurt my brain when, like, I really try to get a solid photo that, like, follows all the photography rules and it comes out as, like, a one star. <laughs> like, what the fuck? But, you know. And not even, not even, like, a good one star. It's, like, not diamond rated one star. It's, like, <laughs> nah, you got, like, 500 points. Yeah, but it's, like, a bronze fun. or some shit. <laughs> right. Like, whatever, dude. But it, I did think it was cool when you see the trailer, like the uh, there seems to be a new mode where like to shrink you down and get you into smaller areas and stuff. And like some of the smaller Pokemon look ginormous in your shots because you're tiny now like and stuff like that. Godzilla's so that, that size cool. Wurmple crawling around everywhere. Yeah, I'm into it. But uh, yeah, so we will all find out what that's about this week. Um any other news you guys would like to discuss before we move to weekly consultations? Yes. Um, I right. have a topic of discussion because I saw something on Twitter this this week that, you know, you threw up in your Twitter feed that I needed to verify because it was earth shattering. Okay. I mean, what what did I do? You, I watched somebody load a Pez <laughs> from the bottom. <laughs> yes. And it like and everybody was just like, this is blowing my mind. I luckily have a four year old that loves Pez. So I have mm-hmm. Pez dispensers around and I have a plethora of Pez candy ready to be loaded into these dispensers. So, you know, I, I looked at the bottom of this thing to see how this was possible. I was doubtful. And 
Um, but I tried it anyway, put it in the bottom, just like it, you know, yep. it shows on the video. Go to smash it down. You know what happened? I broke my fucking Pez dispenser. Oh, <laughs> so you don't work. it doesn't work? No, it that shit work? is fake as hell. Like, I don't know who put ah. that stuff up there, but like, if you look at the Pez dispenser, there is a solid piece on the bottom where the spring is. So, like, yeah. I don't know how the motherfuckers are doing this shit to begin with. Like, I mean, like, there's no spring in there. Like, basically, like, you have to take that whole assembly out, which would defeat the purpose of the Pez to begin with. For uh, sure. The Pez dispenser. So, yeah, like, just debunking that right now. Like, it is bullshit. So, don't try this at home. You're going to break your Pez. You're going to break your Pez, and then your kid's going to be really upset at you that you broke their Pez dispenser. And now you're on eBay looking because they don't make that model anymore. <laughs> and yeah. Yeah. Who gives a shit that he has like 300 other Pez dispensers? This is the one that I broke. So this is the one that needs to be fixed. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. I mean, that's well, my thank only you for letting, thank you for letting me know. Cause I probably would have tried it at some point. And, uh, yeah, I'd be bummed if I lost my Pez, so. Yeah, if each one of your kids, like, only had one Pez dispenser and you're like, don't worry, kids, I got this. I'm going to lo- I'm gonna speed load your shit real quick. And you just, like, <laughs> ramrodded that thing right down on the top right? of the spring. <laughs> it would have been a bad day for one of your kids. You would have had been, to, like, break the other one. <laughs> it would have been the penguin toy debacle all over again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it would have been a bad day for me is what it would have been. So, yeah. yes. <laughs> uh yeah all right good to know uh justin do you have any memes you need to debunk um no i think that was the only one this week on twitter that i saw going around all right all right well shall we do a little weekly consultation what do you think that sounds great so i've just been playing a lot more subnautica below zero uh i've like to clarify a little bit of what I said earlier, and it is uh, it is a vastly superior Subnautica game. Like now that I'm I'm way more into it, it doles out the upgrades at a much better clip. Uh, things are not so hidden. Uh, once you once you know to look for like once you find start finding oxygen plants and things like that, it's like oh, if there's oxygen plants, that means I'm supposed to explore. So I better dig through these tunnels and find some shit. And you, and there's always something good. There's always something you need. And, you know, like it is possible to play the first 20 hours of the first Subnautica game and have like fuck all to show for it. <laughs> you know, like you've got you're like, yeah, I've got like a bench and, you know, the weakest base you've ever seen because I don't know what the hell I'm looking for or what to do. And even if you didn't know what to do in Below Zero, you can't help but just acquire stuff. Like like I said last week, when you go to one of the first bases they send you to, it's like, yeah, literally scan all the shit. You've got everything here. Just take it all. Like, it's fine, you know? And, and 20 hours into this game, I've got... You know, the sea truck, the prawn suit, the the snowmobile, the, you know, like my base kicks ass. I've got like a water conversion thing. I can recharge my batteries, recharge my power cells. I've got, you know, conversion units, I've got all these things, which are it makes the game fun to play. Like somehow they figured out, hey, giving the people the tools to do cool stuff is actually more fun than finding the stuff. So they and they also came up with a way to have multiple bases share one locker system, 
which is incredibly useful when you're like, oh, I don't need to go 20 goddamn miles this way just to get back to this one base that has the one resource in it that I need. I, I can just open the locker at any of these bases and they all just work. Yeah, I just have access to everything. And, yeah, and they do so it so much better. But the thing that's cool is they do it in story. Like you're you're still dealing with aliens, you're still dealing with all this stuff, and at some point, an uh, alien tech gives you the ability to build quantum lockers. So like you're just putting stuff into like a quantum reality and pulling it out. It's it's pretty hilarious that they just found a workaround to come up with that system that like fits the story instead of just being like video games, y'all. Anyway, moving on, you know, like, it's just like, <laughs> no, 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 wait, there's a reason why you can do this. Um, so it's also, you know, it's a budget title. It's, I want to say on the Xbox, it's like 24 bucks or 29 bucks. It is absolutely worth it. It's, I mean, the original Subnautica is on uh, Game Pass. You can play it. It's still, it's still a really good game. Like good sound design. Exploration is fun. But Below Zero is just better across the board. Like it's, it's. It looks better. It runs better. It mechanically plays better. Um, I I highly recommend it if you like those type of survivor games. It's it's fantastic and and it's a better story. Like you're going to look for your sister who was doing work for shady ass scientists and something went wrong. That's why you're there. And it's it's a great story so far. But good good twists and turns, just enough to keep you going. Um, the planet is not quite as abandoned as you thought it was stuff like that. But uh, yeah, it's, it's fantastic. Highly recommend it. So if you haven't uh, messed around or if you've been thinking about it, get, get you some below zero. Uh, but the other thing I was playing, um, I know Shannon has been playing as well. So mm-hmm. why don't you want to talk a little ascent? I do. Um you know, I was excited uh, to try this game because it kind of looked like a, a, a Diablo style uh, game with uh, some pretty mm-hmm. good graphics. Um, yep. I don't know if I'm a fan of the twin stick like shooting. Yeah, aspect yeah, it. It, it is taking me a while to get used to. Mm-hmm. And it's a and, and I agree with you. It's a bummer because the game looks really pretty. Mm-hmm. Like playing it is really cool. And the whole like you know, dystopian cyber future motif they've got working works really well. Mm-hmm. I like my dude with his teal mohawk and, uh, and biotech tats and all that stuff. Like, I think he looks really cool. Uh, I love everything about the game, but playing it sadly, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, like it feels slow too. Like, yeah. I, I like your character feels clunky. You feel slow. Like you have this mechanic where you can aim high or aim low um, and you hardly ever use it because you're backpedaling the whole time because like you just get your first weapon is like a, a pistol. Um, and it's and, garbage. Yeah. It's garbage. Like it's not even that it's underpowered. You can't aim with it well. Like you'll like I died in the first encounter with the base enemy mm-hmm. because I just couldn't hit anything. And it's like that that seems bad. But like, mm-hmm. you know, like, hey, I've played me some video games in my life. I should be able to survive an initial encounter in damn near anything. And I couldn't survive the ascent because I just couldn't aim. Yeah, that's the that's the one kind of weird thing is it's 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 
you still have to hit the right bumper to fire and you yeah. still have to aim with the 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 right joystick so it's kind of a bummer like i would just kind of expect that they would just auto fire um with yeah. when you when you aim that would make things a little bit less cumbersome um but also like they want to compare this game to diablo um you know it's in their marketing you know it's it's, it's a similar diablo clone kind of game um, and, and visually it very much looks that like that so yeah. yeah however the loot system is slow too like you don't get another gun to uh, an upgrade or a, a different a variety of a gun until maybe you know maybe an hour or two into the game yeah. um you know there's not a lot of uh there's not a lot of armor upgrades that you're getting um you know the the characters you know the the char- the one character that you run into right off the bat that's just kind of like an another injured indent is um you know he's pretty cool he's like this alien dude with like a neon pink like mohawk growing out of his head mm. so you're just like oh okay i kind of like you uh, you got like this british accent cool um but yeah like it, i i played like an hour and a half of it and i was like okay i'm cool like i don't i don't need to play this anymore yeah yeah, I'm kind of with you, unfortunately. It's like unless I hear of a big update to fix the aiming and shooting part of the game, like that's I I put a little maybe a little more time, like maybe like 2 hours into it, but honestly not much cuz like I just hit a wall where I'm like this isn't fun. Like mm-hmm. I I I really like the look. I like how the vibe of it, the music is really cool. Mm-hmm. I just hated playing it. Like it just wasn't fun. So and I don't I don't know about you, but um, it's the frame rate frame rate was really unstable, especially around like big explosions. I don't know if you tried yeah. using like if you tried shooting those barrels, but like <laughs> it, get, it gets a little chunky. And I was I was playing it on the Series X. I'm assuming you're playing on PC. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and I had a very similar experience on the console that it would just definitely all of a sudden you're uh your 30 frames a second seem to go to like 10 mm-hmm. and you're like, oof, that seems bad. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, don't throw grenades. Don't blow up barrels. Yeah. Um, you're, you're, you're going to have a bad time, but also, uh, a perfect game pass game. Mm-hmm. Like that's where the system, that's where the, the service kicks ass. Cause it's one of those like, Oh, that was a bummer. Okay, I'm going to delete it and move on. If I had spent $60 on that, I would be so pissed. If I had spent $30 on it, I'd be like, God damn it, I just set $30 on fire. You know, like, but now I can just delete it and move on with my life. And uh, so that's where I think that's where I think Game Pass really shines is when you have those like really good games where it's like, oh, I had no idea and I never would have taken a flyer on this. But it also works the other way when hey, that game looks like something I'd really like, and oh, shit, it sucks. Like, you know, like, it, 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 that door swings both ways, so. Yeah, the uh, the dodge mechanic, too, I felt was really kind of lame, too, because you couldn't spam it. You had to, like, dodge, and then you had to wait, like, 10 seconds, and then you could dodge again, like, so. And how, and how many times, if you were like me, did you dodge in the complete wrong direction <laughs> that you were trying to dodge in? It was like every time I'm like, not that way, you moron. What do you do? Like, ah, oh, so frustrating. Yeah. yeah. But, good uh, times. Good times. Yeah. That's all I was playing. So uh, what else have you been playing? Shane? 
So uh, I also got another Game Pass game uh, called uh, Christ Tales um, that I think released last week uh, on Game Pass. Um, this uh, is beautiful. Uh, it's got a cartoonish uh, style or art style to it. But um, one of the, the mechanics uh, in the game is you are a uh, you are chosen to be a mage of time. So you have these crystals that are activated by you. Um, and this you have a it's basically you're in the center of a triangle. And on the left side of the screen is the past. And on the right side of the screen is the future. So uh, and then you have this toad familiar who's you know pretty cool looking toad and um you can send him either into the past or you can send him into the future to go get tools that you need in the present um so essentially you're an orphan uh, and you live in this town and in the future you can see that the town is run down that some of these places are some of the buildings are rotted some of the people have fallen on hard times and what you can do is you can go into like the past to get things to help in the present, which will change the future. Um, so you can kind of see the outcome and you can change the future of your of your hometown um, by helping certain people d- and do certain certain things. Um, so it's 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 interesting because it, it's a choose your own adventure. But it's still got um, battle mechanics to it um, when you're battling enemies. You have uh, a prompt that basically just says attack, and then if you time your attack correctly, um, you get uh, bonus damage to the enemy. Uh, likewise, if the enemy is attacking you and you hit the button at the right time as the attack is coming through, you can parry the attack um, and negate a lot of the damage that you're getting. Um, when you're fighting the enemies, you still have that time mechanic. So... Um, an instance very early on in the game is one of the characters that's helping you has this water attack and you can attack uh, an enemy with that has like a shield with water and then you can jump forward in time like you know a, uh, you can you know f- move time forward and have the shield rust so that you can attack and you know break the the shield and then attack the enemy well, so that's interesting yeah so i mean i'd give it a try it you know it's free so you know go for it um is it christ tales or is it like crystals yeah well so i mean it's kind of a play on crystals um but like everybody pronounce i think the i've heard the majority of people call it like christ tales um because there's also crisis in the game like a crisis that you're trying to avert so i don't know kind of i guess all depends on um where you think they're getting their inspiration from does jesus have beers so is he having christ ales (laughs) interesting (laughs) (sighs) but yeah um other than that i'm just playing some more monster hunter stories too i still really like that game um yeah justin what are you uh what are you playing so from traveling from California back here and stuff and had a bunch of cleaning this way, I didn't really get to play too much. But something that I have been playing and Megan's been playing is due to coming mm-hmm. out to California now, we've been playing Pokemon Go <laughs> again. <laughs> yeah, you have. Like a lot, like to the point where we like had to go grocery shopping and before going to the store and on the way to the store, we hit like three parks by our house to get like all the Pokestops. 
and like pulled over like on the side of the parks to get like positioned between like two poke stops and a gym and stuff to just sit there and keep getting them to get a bunch of pokeballs and stuff. Uh, there was many a times we were driving around the park incredibly slow so that Megan could hatch her <laughs> eggs and stuff. Like we looked like two like messed out like drug dealers and stuff just creeping like around the park and stuff. Super. And then Megan's like, oh shit, someone's behind me and then have to speed up. Have you considered, I don't know, walking? Well, yes, but the thing is, like, we were planning on going out, like, to the park tonight to actually, like, walk, but we had to, like, go grocery shopping to the store, so we were already in the car, uh, and then, like, gotcha. walking around the store and stuff, I'm like, dude, there's a growth over in the Mexican aisle, so then we like, run over to the Mexican <laughs> aisle, and Megan's, like, sitting there, like, I'm out of fucking Pokeballs, and, like, throws, like, $5, like, in to get more, like, Pokeballs real quick. Oh, don't do that, don't do that, no! <laughs> No, no one needs to growl at that bad. Like, come on, man. Save your money. I, I do like the fact that Justin got into Pokemon Go and, um, you know, Zay, my girlfriend Zay uh, friended you guys. And she was super excited because she needs she needs more friends on her on her list. Um, but she was um, she was like, they give presents so fast. It's so awesome. They're so like responsive with their presents. And then Justin was responding and trying to like shame Zach into logging <laughs> the open presents that he had sent him. It's pretty because <laughs> I have like so many in my inventory and you can only give one person a day. And I only have like you guys and then like Megan as my only friend. So I'm like trying to just get rid of them. Like but dude, I just get so many. It's so funny, though, because like, I mean, like, let me see. You have you have Megan, you have uh, Zay, you have Zach, you have Zach's wife and like their two kids both have one. So that's mm-hmm. like set. That's like six or seven people like right there. <laughs> well, I need them all to add me then because I only have Zach. You uh, and are they, have they not added you? Okay. Uh-uh. I'll fix. I'll fix that. I'll fix. Yeah. That. But yes, so. we've been intently playing Pokemon Go. And I will be on like if I wasn't able to log into my old account, I don't think. I would have had as great an experience, but since <laughs> I was able to re-log into my account from 2016, I still had my Charizard and a bunch of stuff that I had caught in previously, and then now there's, like, with all the new generations of stuff they've added since I quit playing, like, so much stuff is just, like, completely new to me and stuff, so it's like, new Pokemon, new Pokemon, new Pokemon. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah, and I was yeah. on the I was on the hunt the other day for Porygons because I needed... To get the upgrade module to get Porygon 2. So I was finally able to get that. So I was excited about that. Did you get, did you get a uh, Dialga while you could? The, the legendary? No. Mm. I still don't have a single legendary. No, we don't we don't we don't all have like a team a family team that can just go around and wreck shop on well, raids. That's that's because y'all are fucking up. So. <laughs> yeah, I I tried. Me and Megan tried doing a raid when we were in the parking lot, like I think at Target or something. And it was like my strongest one at the time. I think was like I don't even know, maybe like eight, like eighteen hundreds or something. And then Megan's like strongest was like barely over like a thousand. So it's like it was like nothing, and it was just the two of us. <laughs> so I was like, dude, like now nah, I was not ready for raids yet with just. Now I have my strongest one. I think is like twenty, like four hundred or something like that. But yeah, you could do like some one star raids and two star raids, but like threes and threes and above are gonna be a challenge. 
I can do th- most three stars by myself at this point, depending on what they are. Some of them are just like tanks, and it's not that you run out of Pokemon, you run out of time. Mm-hmm. It's just like that, like, oh, man, just not getting through to this damn thing at all. But yeah, like the four of us took down a Dialga by ourselves. So, so Dude, See, that's, why a... I, that's why I decided to have a second kid. I needed another <laughs> account. So. Yeah, I was like, there's a couple, even just the Team Rocket battles, man. There was a couple where it's like, all right, like I got through the first two and then like a Dragonite came out and I'm like, fuck. And then I just got like, <laughs> bodied by the Dragonite. And then they're like, well, you can rematch. And I'm like, dude, with what? <laughs> like, yeah. I got, you took out my three best people, man. Like everything else is just going to die in like six hits. Like, I don't. But it is one of those things like, uh, uh, you know, types matter a lot. Mm. Especially in the Team Rocket battles and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. There was one where it's like Megan had like Team Rocket had all three water types and Megan was using like a fire type (laughs) and like a rock type and stuff. And I was like, yeah, Mm -hmm. dude, that was just a bad matchup. Where then mine, it was like they were weak against fire and like my Rapidash bodied the entire team. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty good stuff. You you doing anything else? Uh, Just just go just go um there's like a bunch of stuff i want to play like i know death's door just came out the new revolver game and i I want to play it so bad like i wish it was on the switch and it's on the computer but i'm probably gonna break down eventually and just buy it on fucking laptop so i can play it because i've heard nothing but great reviews and people are like yeah it's like breath of the wild meets like uh dark souls but it's like the old like kind of zelda like fun type and stuff i'm like dude and it looks so beautiful and fun like the screenshot thing that sold me on it was he like read a sign and it was like oh blah 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 and then he slices the sign in half with the sword and then when you go to read the sign it shows like the sign cut in half and the text is all cut in half with it (laughs) and i'm like dude all right like that's like a fun little devolver digital like well and it was made uh it's from the the guys that made titan souls right Mm -hmm. Which was a, a pretty insane game. So, it, yeah, but all, everything I've read, though, doesn't seem near as hard as, like, a, even, like, a Dark Souls-type game. It just yeah. seems like a, Yeah, people said it's, like, ve- again, it's, like, very fair. And that, like, mm-hmm. if and when, like, you die and stuff, you know, you don't feel like you got jipped. That you, like, rolled the yeah. wrong direction or could have done something better to prevent that. Kind of like a, a Meat Boy or a Celeste where yeah. it's, like... It's like, oh, I died because I'm stupid, not because the game screwed me. Like, yeah, yeah. That uh, I know better now and to go back with that knowledge to succeed. Well, uh, should we talk a little about what we've been watching? Because because I watched me the entirety of Ted Lasso like two days ago. And uh, <laughs> Shannon, Shannon was correct. That show is delightful. It is really good. And uh it's nice to see something really positive because, hey, guess what? Most things I watch on TV are not really positive these days. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I highly recommend it. Everyone was right. That show rules. Uh, I'm probably the last one, so no one needs my recommendation. But, uh, yeah, Ted Lasso, <laughs> really good. Um, I am going to consider stepping away before Justin talks because he wants to talk some spoilers for Jungle Cruise and Fast and Furious 9, and I don't think I want those spoiled. So, what do you I guys mean, think? I mean, we could just wait until next week, and yeah, that that gives you a okay. little bit more time to at least watch one of them. Okay, okay, yeah, I'll probably I'll probably knock out Jungle Cruise this week. 
I think I think I might just rent that at home because I don't know if that's babysitter worthy. You know what I'm saying? Like that's, <laughs> I don't know if either of those movies are babysitter worthy. Uh Fast Furious Nine might be. I don't know. You're probably right. No, I don't think so. <laughs> it's uh, also because I I have I have got Shang Chi coming like in a month, and so I need I need to save those babysitter points for when I for when I actually want to go to a movie theater. You know. I'll tell you what. I'm really surprised that they moved Fast Nine out to um, digital so fast. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of wondering, like, you know, if I mean, we could probably talk about the whole Scarlett Johansson, um, like suing Marvel or suing Disney, um, because it seems to me like a lot of these studios are putting the movies out right now in theaters for like a month. And then they're like, yep, we're going straight to digital now, trying mm-hmm. to get all that money. Um, people if are not still going not, immediately, like Suicide Squad's going straight to HBO Max and stuff, right? Yeah, and the um, what was it? The um, Snake Eyes movie is going to yeah. be on Paramount Plus in 45 days um, from oh, wow. its release date. So, I mean, it's kind of a weird time for movies. Like, I, I get it. Like, mm-hmm. but it's like you know, we're still we're still going through, guys. Like, you know, we're we're not we're not there yet. We're not ready to to just go back to theaters. Um, well, and the what makes me interested about the Scarlett Johansson thing is I'm sure there was language in her contract based off box office receipts for money and things like that. And she's going like, wait, you guys made all the money, but according to the letter of my contract, I get to see none of it. And it's all money that I would have seen in entirety if it would have come through the box office. So that's bullshit. Um, But I, to which, you know, it's like, yeah, but you, Signed that contract four years ago before a pandemic. That movie should have been out for two years. So I don't know what to tell you. You know, like it's it's a hard it's a hard place. I mean, I'm sure Disney's just going to settle, cut a check, and say please leave, just to get the story gone. But mm-hmm. um, it's it's a it's an interesting thing to think. It's an interesting thought exercise. You know, like yeah, it's interesting though too because Emma Stone is considering doing the same thing with Cruella. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. So it would be interesting to see if this is just something that happens at Disney or if this is something that's going to be an industry-wide problem. I'm wondering, well, I bet you right now a lot of movie studios are pushing uh, adjusted contracts out to their actors for movies that are not yet completed with language based on streaming versus box office and things like that. Because... I mean, that's how you get a lot of the mega mega stars to do your movie is you give them a percentage. And to your point earlier, like this is all in flux. So Mm -hmm. percentages aren't what they used to be even a few years ago. So it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Yeah. And it'll be interesting to see if we do go back into a second lockdown. um, If uh, these movies that are supposed to be coming out this you know, summer or in like a month or two are going mm-hmm. to be pushed to streaming services or if they're going to be shelved or, you know, what they're planning on doing with those. I I don't think we're going into a second lockdown. I think, <laughs> I think they're willing to just let it all burn at this point. Like, 
<laughs> the, the businesses and the public. Everyone is like, fuck it all. Just let it go to the ground. No one cares. Put the hoses away, boys. Just let the fire go. Like, who cares? <laughs> yeah. Oof, wow. Okay. It's, get, it's getting ugly out there, guys. Um, but yeah. Uh, oh, you know what? We should do, since it's a, kind of a light gaming period right now, and we're all just kind of playing the same things week after week, why don't we see if we can get one uh, Robert Stelton poll, and let's do like a movie breakdown. Because Suicide Squad drops next week, and I'll probably watch that on HBO Max. I'm going to try to get Jungle Cruise in there. Like, we, 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 can, we can do some movies. What do you think? I'm down for it. Just let me know which one you want to start with. I mean, Suicide Squad seems to be the... Uh... Yeah, let's definitely do Suicide Squad. Let's get that mm-hmm. one for sure. Uh, Justin, you in on that? Oh, yeah. Because, yeah, I definitely plan on watching Suicide Squad, so... Yeah, because that'll be on HBO Max, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, we can just watch that. That's no problem. Um, and, you know, I'm I'm a sucker for James Gunn movies. Like... Like I said, the trailer for Suicide the Suicide Squad was better than any DC movie that's ever been released. So I'm on board. Like, we're, we're I mean, good. the fact that it's getting like you know crazy ass positive reviews right now, um, yeah, you know, it definitely piques my interest. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's make that the plan for next week. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, oh, and we need to uh, figure out when Mr. Alarm, aka Steve Wittekamp is coming on to uh, discuss the worst horror movies. Cause Oh my God, I don't know if you follow Steve's Twitter, <laughs> but guys, whew, the last two weeks of movies he's been posting up. I've sadly known a few of them and I'm like, why, why are you doing this to yourself, man? Like, so I feel like Steve needs to come on so we can have a bit of an intervention, but also laugh about these movies. Cause <laughs> goddamn, they're, they're amazing. Uh, so yeah, we'll figure all that out. Uh, in the meantime, Justin from the great state of Arizona, why don't you go ahead and get us on out of here? You know what guys, (laughs) thank you guys for watching, listening to another episode of the, that pixel life podcast. There will be much movie discussion in the weeks to come and, you know, spoiler talk can go in the spoiler channel. On the Discord, if you want to check it out, we also just have some like general. Robbie's playing Loop Hero finally. I'm excited yeah, to hear what he thinks of Loop Hero. The tweet, the, or I got a text from him uh, two days ago that was, "quote Zach Loop Hero is that crack." <laughs> <laughs> so it sounds and knew, like, and I knew exactly what he meant. Yes. <laughs> so I'll be excited to hear what he thinks about it. And I'm excited to hear what you guys think about the show. So go on to iTunes. If you listen to us on iTunes, give us a review. Let us know what you think. And uh, Zach, if Robbie was here, what do you think Robbie would say? Robbie would say, this elevator show is the worst I've ever heard. Also, (laughs) go be great. Don't hate on my job, guys.